Welcome to Painting Corners, your weekly podcast for all things baseball. Now, here are your hosts, Austin Hartsfield and Dave Kwiatkowski. Today we are starting out with, we're going to do the awards, and then we're going to do over-unders, kind of previewing the season. We're here with Colton St. Vincent. Colton is a degenerate gambler and on the side also runs live from the 815 podcast based out of Rockford, Illinois. You definitely just heard Colton less than two weeks ago talking yeah, about yeah. the Chicago Cubs. And Colton's back here with us so that we can bond over our degenerate gambling. Heck Yes. That's that true. Start? Heck That's true. It's a great start. Rhode Island's got online betting coming soon, so I'm going to get in the mix. It's going to be great. We're in the middle of March Madness, but it's about to get madder once baseball season starts. Go Let's Michigan State. Go ahead and start with Rookie of the Year. AL and the NL, which one do we want to start with, guys? Let's do the obvious, which is the AL, which is going to be Vlad Guerrero Jr., yeah, so and we're gonna we're gonna do this again later when we go talk about the AL MVP. Do we want to take Vlad out of it because Vlad is obviously the pick? I mean, he's sitting at you know plus one twenty five. Yeah, no, he's obviously the pick. We'll take him out of it. I think we had the same thing, Austin. So I'm gonna steal your thunder early, just like I did earlier. Um, Eloy, I think, is a really good choice. I think he's gonna have a great year. He actually might have a little bit of a better year than Vlad, but Vlad might still get the votes. And Forrest Whitley is definitely a dark horse. For Houston, that team's going to be built, and he's going to learn a lot from Verlander and the rest of those guys. So I could definitely see Whitley at uh, plus twelve hundred, a pretty good bet to take. Yeah, Whitley's yeah, I would, Whitley's my guy for sure. If we're going to think about this, I mean, this is a guy that doesn't have to be an ace in that rotation, who's had great stuff his entire minor league career, and that can be in the rotation on a Houston team that's going to put up numbers and get him wins. I mean, despite what people think, people actually still look at the win stat for some reason. You know, it was a rare case when DeGrom won last year that it didn't matter. But another guy that I think we need to look at a lot is Yusei Kikuchi, just for the fact that he doesn't have to fight with service time. He's already up, so he's going to have a couple extra starts as opposed to those guys. And at the end of the day, when you have bigger stats than other people, then that's what the voters seem to look at. Yeah, um, Vlad like obviously has the uh, sexy factor. Like Everything about him, he, he's just a cool dude. Uh uh, so honestly, I think plus one twenty five. I'm putting money on that. Why the hell not? Absolutely. Um, Eloy is gonna haunt me in my dreams forever. If the Cubs can't can't win a, a World Series. If the Cubs win one World Series with Quintana on the roster, I'll be cool with it. I don't care. But he's gonna haunt me forever. He's he's the real deal. Um, can you say Kikuchi's name again? You say Kikuchi. Oh, I love it. That's that's a great name. Uh, <laughs> just just the name alone. See, I'm I'm. I gamble a lot, but that does not mean I'm a good gambler. So just name alone, I'm putting it, uh, putting money. See, I'm a huge sprinkler when it comes to these. Oh yeah, future. definitely. Yeah, just throw a few here when and there. The only so problem big. with him though is they said he's going to end up uh, every once in a while only pitching one inning, randomly. Hmm. They said. Get that ERA low. Let's go. Yeah. Right. Does Brent Honeywell sound like? A MLB the show made up name. Yeah, it sounds yeah, like 20, year 20, 2038. Yeah. 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 And he and he's like the first baseman for the Royals or something. It's like mm-hmm. right before they make you retire in MLB the show. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Griffin Canning is another name that's like that. So because of that reason, sprinkle a little bit on, on those. Uh Griffin Canning is plus twenty thousand. That's uh that's a five dollar bet if I've ever heard one. Yeah. I mean Tristan McKenzie sitting at two hundred to one. I mean what if he comes up here and throws 85 no-hitters? 
what if, you know? Over in the National League, I'm going to just, I'm going to go with Alonzo. Okay. Just uh, any particular reason sitting at five to one? He had a, so he's obviously one of the favorites. Is it particularly because he, of the spring? Is it anything else? No, I, th- I think he's just been ready. And I think he was ready last year. He could have made a splash, but the Mets, the Mets, and they're a disaster. I think, uh, Robles is a great player and going to be a great player. I just think it might take a few years to get there. I think Alonzo is going to come hot out of the gate. You think Robles is Byron Buxton? No, no, no. I don't think he's a bum like Byron Buxton. I think that he is not going to bat 330 and hit 30 home runs like everyone projected a year and a half ago. Uh, I'm going to go with a little bit of a, somebody further down the list. I'm going to go with Chris Paddock. This is a guy that's going to be starting Sunday for the San Diego Padres. Had a spectacular spring. Only took seven games in Double A for this team to realize, hey, you know what? This guy's pretty good. You know, he's got a he's got a top ten major league changeup right now, and he's going to be in a San Diego Padres staff that really needs him and really needs him to have innings. And I think that won't be a problem for him. So I have a starting pitcher, Chris Paddock, sitting at twelve to one to win uh, Rookie of the Year for the NL. Out of pure spite, um, I'm a Cubs fan coming from a White Sox household. Fernando, Fernando Tatis Jr., just win everything. I want you to win. But dude, I want, I want him up. I want him raking. James Shields is not worth what he's going to be. So out of pure spite, um, I'm going Tatis. And a name that I've heard rumblings about, Cabrian Hayes. Everyone's loving him. Gold in, Glover. In, uh, yeah, people are loving him in uh, Pirates camp. So... I wouldn't put money on him, but I mean, how's this for a, a buzzword? Yeah, he'll make some noise. How about that? Oh, here there you go. go. Good buzzword. Put that on the we t-shirt. Like yeah, yeah. Cabrian makes noise. Uh, Alex Ray is sitting at eight to one. The super rook. Feel like he's been a rookie for eighty-five years now. Any chance that we sprinkle a little bit of money on Alex Reyes? No, I give no love <laughs> to any cardinal ever. They can. I hate them so much. <laughs> Uh, I Dave, hope Matt Carpenter has a really good year on my fantasy team. Um, yeah, you can always sprinkle five bucks. You know, we got a bunch of Padres on here. Obviously, the best farm system in baseball. We go, you know, yep. again, Tatis, Mejia, Urias, Paddock. I mean, we could go on and on here. Is there anybody on this list that you're thinking as more of a dark horse? I mean, if he ever came up, Victor Victor Mesa. They won't call him up, but if he did, he'd what be a good a dark horse. What a name. Holy and I guess so nice you say it Francisco, twice. Francisco Mejia as well. I know we just said San Diego, but... He could make some noise at the catcher position, especially if he does well at the catcher's position. Starting on the opening day roster. Yeah, so interesting with that. I don't know how long he'll be up here for, but... Weird that Tucson has better odds than Soroka does. Yeah, I was going to say, Tukey's up there. Uh, I like Tukey. I think he's really good. That old school curveball gets me excited. Let's go on. Let's talk about the Cy Young Award. Let's talk about the Cy Young Award. Let's start with the AL. Look at last year, and you look at the reigning Cy Young Award winner. Very rarely is that person 16-1 to 1 to win it the next year. Blake Snell is actually sitting at 16-1 to 1 right now for the 2019 American League Cy Young Award. Corey Kluber sitting at the top at plus 250, which means 2.5 to 1. Chris Sale, 3 to 1. Severino, 7 to 1. Snell, 16. Carrasco, 16. And Verlander, 16. What do we think about the AL Cy Young Award winner, Yod? I love Verlander at uh, 1,600. Value. I think, I, I think the value is great there. A dark horse for it would be Carrasco. I think that I think he might have a pretty good year there. But... See, I'm the exact opposite. Do you, oh, you don't, you don't think? I mean, I like... I mean, I'm looking at the list, and... You know, there's a lot of people just in the mix. Does Kluber have the year? I don't think Sale stays healthy enough. Severino's not going to pitch enough innings because he's not That's exactly what I was thinking year. with the top three. I thought that was a very weird. Yeah. It's it's it the obvious top, top three. three. 
But yeah, I think Snell does well, but not as good as last year. So I would go Verlander all the way on this one, straight up. Yeah, I mean, and his teammate Garrett Cole isn't a bad bet behind him either, sitting at 20. Colton, what are we thinking? No, it's not a bad bet at all. Is there a good dark horse? I'm looking at all these names, and I can't see anybody winning a Cy Young. I mean, former Cy Young Award winner Chris Por- uh, Rick Porcello. Chris Porcello won too, right? Um, Rick Porcello sitting at 40. Rick Porcello, doesn't know who, Rick Porcello doesn't know who he is this morning. I have to get yeah, him. He has yeah, he's, he's going to wind up with a 4 ERA. Yeah. He's a sicko, by the way. If I don't know if anyone saw that. Clevenger's a little bit of value sitting at 50. Clevenger's a good one, yeah. If he can, if he can get better than he was last year, like people are saying, that's, uh, that could be a big one there. I'm a big Marcus Stroman guy sitting down there at, what, 50-1. to 1. He could have a bounce back, but I don't think he can have a Cy Young award-winning year. I don't think he'll finish top three in the votes. He can win comeback player of the year, though. Absolutely. Yeah, I like you guys' uh, Verlander um, love. Honestly, Chris Sale, he, he, just stay healthy just 75% of the year. Dude, yeah, every seriously. year it's like it's like early August or like late, what is it, June? I hate months, May, June, July, August, July, hell yeah. Dude, every single All-Star break, everyone's like, Chris Sale, easy Cy Young, easy. And then he has like a, like a, a chip fingernail and then he's out for what, like six weeks? And every single year, it just like falls apart at the end. Finish a year, win a Cy Young, get paid. Boom. Eduardo Rodriguez, Rodriguez well, doesn't have odds, by the way. He already got paid. Yeah, my boy Erod is going to be real good this year. I can't wait for that. Uh, David Price sitting at 20, but I'm, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to go with Verlander, man. I mean, you're going to see a lot of Houston love for me, which probably need to wash my mouth out after this, but it'll be all right. Yeah, I love, uh, I love Verlander at those odds. And... I, I really like Houston. I'm not I'm not a Houston hater, obviously. You live down there, so it's a little different. But I like how they built their team through the draft. I like I like their leaders and I like how guys like, you know, Verlander are coming in and staying, those that veteran presence. I, I really like the Astros. So I'm gonna go Verlander too. Yeah, that's my that's mine too. So this is a pretty exciting segment. No, it's a more unanimous thing. <laughs> yeah. So how about the uh the National League? I think we're gonna all probably agree on this one too. So this is not gonna be a very exciting segment. <laughs> Yeah, you think? I mean, I'm Aaron Nola sitting at nine to one. I mean, okay, he's I was for too, a breakout. So yeah, I agree. Um, I like Syndergaard. Um, for some reason, Nola is the same as Blake Snell with me. Just it just never registers to me that that they're good. Nothing I know exciting. Good. I know they're good. I know they're gamers. I know their their numbers are unbelievable. Their their stuff is great. I just don't ever see that name, and I'm like, that guy's a stud. I he's just like a three guy, and it I can't explain it. I'm stupid. That's the only thing that I have in my head. 2018 yeah, breakout star that. Kyle Freeland sitting at 18 to one. If you want to bet on a pitcher pitching in Coors Field every day, yeah, he's getting disrespected oh. on fantasy too. They're saying he's gonna have a big drop off this year in points. Uh, somebody that I, I uh, love sitting at 50 uh-huh. to one is Cole Hamels. I mean, full season Cole Hamels at Wrigley. He had a sub 2.5 ERA in his games with the Cubs. Looked really good. Loves Wrigley, loves Wrigley Field historically. 50 to 1, I mean, sprinkle $5 on that thing, you know? I think more of a sprinkle for my dark horse is Walker Bueller at 25 to 1. I think I like Hendricks more than Bueller. Really? I, I really like Bueller. I think a full year of him with that team in that bad division is you know, poised for him being like around like in the twos for an ERA with a Padres team that's going to strike out a lot too. Yeah. And you got, and then you have Arizona who's in a rebuild pretty much. And you have the giants who are just an awful baseball team. So you really have the Rockies to worry about. That's it. 
And I'm Name the exact, we'll get to that o- over under soon. Here's sure. my dark horse. Mike Fulton-Nevitz plus, I haven't met. Say his name, Dave. Five. Mike Fulton-Nevitz. There we go. I figured it out finally. I I know a few of his close personal friends, so. Jesus stay, Christ. Stay Colton's got a tip. Stay tuned to Live from and 5. Stay, um, stay tuned. He's been working out this offseason. Really, really excited for the season. He's yeah, he's strong and he's walking around and he's happy. So he has a chip yeah. on his shoulder and he's gonna make some noise. Oh, here we go. No, Put I'm, that on a t-shirt. I'm a huge fan of him. Um, basically, if you if you're in the if you're in the uh, NL East and you play the Marlins, he might get five six starts against the Marlins and just tear him apart. Um, five hundred and one solid. Uh, I do like the Cole Hamels thing. Seeing Quintana's name on this list gives me hope. He was so good a little bit ago. And just he was. What he about the guy below him, though? Across town. A little further down, the last cub on the list. What, Hendricks? You Darvish? Or Darvish. Darvish. I mean, Darvish. that guy That guy could win comeback player of the year. He could win a lot of things right there. He, he could throw MVP one strike out and win comeback player yeah. of the year. God, I love him. Him pitching you. I love you. might get comeback player of the year. For real. You, I love you. Just... Use that love and please pitch. Please just pitch. Yeah. Uh, it is one of those years to where it could be another Grinky year. Could be. Could be the every other coming up. But yeah. uh, uh, So just to go over the odds real quick, Max Scherzer sitting at two and a half. Uh, Jacob deGrom sitting, former Cy Young Award winner, reigning Cy Young Award winner, Jacob deGrom sitting at three and a half. Aaron Nola, who is Dave in my pick, sitting at nine to one. Kershaw, 10. Syndergaard, 14, who I believe is Colton's pick. Damn and, right. Yeah, there we go. There's the top five for you. Top, yeah. Bolty and Granky. I'm going Nola sprinkling on Hendricks and Hamels. Hendricks just got extended. I love you. I love you, Theo. Um, Nola and sprinkling on Bueller. AL MVP. So- this one has a twist to it. This one has a twist to it. You can't pick Mike Trout. No, you can't pick the best player in baseball. Yeah, so... Besides Mike Trout, whose odds are two and a half to one, Mookie Betts plus five fifty, Aaron Judge plus seven hundred, Alex Bregman fourteen to one, Jose Ramirez fifteen to one, Carlos Correa don't know why he's up there at eighteen to one. What are we thinking about AL MVP? I think Dave and I agree here. Alex Bregman is my pick for AL MVP, sitting at fourteen to one. It's great value. Unfortunately, he's only going to get better, and he could screw around and wind up being the face of baseball. Yeah, I think uh, I think Bregman's gonna win it. I wouldn't be surprised. Frankie Lindor at plus two thousand. I mean, only talk problem about is he's starting value. on the DL. He is starting on the DL, but it's so early in the year. IL, he's not sorry. a pitcher. IL, yes, he's on the injured list. He's not a pitcher, which is totally different. Starting out that early, Severino missing a month really hurts for his Cy Young. But if Frankie Lindor goes from five hundred and fifty at bats to you know four hundred and ninety eight. And still bats 330 with 30 home runs and 30 stolen bases and 120 RBIs. He can definitely win MVP. And I think it's a pretty good bet there to sprinkle on, especially because he is starting on the IL. So because of that, you know, he might not make it. But I think Bregman's the clear choice there, other than Trout. Obviously, I think Trout's going to bat 320 to 330, 30 to 40 home runs, 100 RBIs, 30 stolen bases, gold glove defense. Uh, you know, best player in baseball. That's what he's going to do. But if it's not him, Bregman's a good choice. What it, What are we going to do if Matt Chapman hits 300 this year? Uh, be very afraid for baseball because he'll hit 300 with 45 home runs. He's basically Tripper Jones reincarnate. Yeah, he's trying to be once he gets that average up. But yeah, you guys I mean, took he's sitting it out at of 40. my mouth. Which, which I part? love Chapman. I oh, love, love Chapman? Chapman. Oh, dude, Chapman 40 to one. And then my pick 
It's not even like a sprinkle. I'm so in on Giancarlo at twenty five to one. Christ. A... Giancarlo Stan? Giancarlo? No, 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 no. Giancarlo Williams. Oh, okay. I was, gonna say, well, I was like, wait, Stan? <laughs> Dude, Giancarlo Stan is gonna hit six hundred home runs if he just like doesn't strike out all the time. Yeah, well, he's gonna bat two fifty. What if he's got Sonny Gray syndrome? The lights are too big. Sonny Gray syndrome, but that park is just like a wiffle ball park for him. It he's, is. He's too big. He's too chiseled. Too handsome and too charming for me not to pick him. Plus twenty five. I love it. I love those odds. Um, and then, like I said, sprinkle a little on Chapman. If he was in, if Chapman had the, that year in New York, he might be the cover for MLB The Show. That's but a good he's point. In, he's, He's in Oakland, so nobody even knows he exists. He's yeah, just like Mike. No one knows Mike Trout exists either, which is sad. I know, I know. Uh, former MVP Jose Altuve sitting at twenty-five to one. JD Martinez, who will not win because he's a DH, and that will never happen in a very long time until it's universal. Uh, sitting at thirty to one. Is there any other odds out here that kind of surprise you? I'm surprised to see a guy like. George Springer and Andrew Benintendi being having almost the same odds as a guy like Nomar Mazzara who couldn't hit his way out of a paper bag. Yeah, I think some of those are pretty like I don't know Joey Gallo being plus six thousand like is in the same well, neighborhood as Bogarts. Yeah, he can hit seventy and bat two ten. I awesome. mean, and no, I'd rather take Bogarts batting three hundred and hitting twenty. For real, I'm seeing I'm seeing Randall Grichik on this list. Can you imagine if Randall Grichik was the MVP? Like, How about think... the first pitcher then, the Corey Kluber, Cy Young and MVP year? That's but like that's happened recently. Like the fact that JV Randall and Kritchuk, uh, Kershaw, yeah. yeah, and like just I just I just can't see names like Grichik or Gallo even being in like consideration. The backstop that is non-existent that is Gary Sanchez is on this list at what is it fifty to one? I mean. Yeah, that's just... That's just donating money. Yeah, it's just like, donating yeah, money. Sir. It's like if you bet on Carlos Correa. Like, that should be a, a tax write-off. Yeah, It should be at that point. It's a nice donate, charitable donation. All right, so who are our official picks for AL MVP that's not named Mike Trout because the award is going to wind up being named after him here pretty soon? Uh, Bregman and then Lindor is a sprinkle. I'm going, I'm going Bregman and then sprinkle on Chapman. I got Stanton and sprinkle on Chapman. It's not a sprinkle, remember, it's a hard go. Yeah, that's a hard that's a that's a whole whole bowl of ice cream on him. Uh speaking of former award winners sitting at sixteen to one, Christian Yelich is sixteen to one to win the NL MVP again this year after the season that he had last year. And I start with Christian Yelich because I have a guy in a very similar similar situation going to a new team and you know, a new atmosphere, a new culture getting out of some, somewhere that you know everybody thought he was going to be forever in Arizona. My pick for MVP is Paul Goldschmidt at 12-1 to 1 in St. Louis. I We will get to this later. Colton's not going to like this, but I'm picking the Cardinals to win the Central. And I think Goldschmidt has the best year of his career. I'm going to go with uh, Nolan Arenado for MVP and my sprinkle slash could really happen is Acuna. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's my sprinkle. He opened that over 3,000. Now he's at 2,000 even, and he's going to have a really good year. I mean, I think he bats over 300. I think he hits over 20 home runs, and I think Washington actually has a better year this year than they did last year. I think they win close to 90 games this year, and they contend for that uh, East title. So I think he plays a big role in it. I think Arenado's bound to get an MVP, and this might be the year. 
I I disagree. I think I would put money on Chris Bryant before I would put money on Nolan Arenado. Damn right. I think that guy's going to I think he's going to wrap up um comeback player of the year. Yeah. I think that's an easy one. What do we think about but, Manny Machado's odds sitting at 16 to 1 in San Diego? He's not going to he's not going to do well. I think I think that he's going to take a hit just because of Petco Park as a whole. Uh, I think I think Petco Park and his the fact that he's not even going to try. Bryce Harper sitting at 6 to 1. Nolan Arenado sitting at eight to one, Chris Bryant ten, Goldschmidt twelve, Machado and Yelich at sixteen. I too will be sprinkling money on Ronald Acuna Jr. A full season of Ronald Acuna Jr. I mean, this is a guy that we could see hit, you know, join the thirty thirty club pretty quickly, and oh for sure have one of the best years by an Atlanta Brave since the days of Chipper and Andrew Jones in their youth. Um, I like Chris Bryant as just an overall MVP pick. No odds, no value. This guy. Of course, of course I do. All right. Of course I do. You know why? Because I watch baseball. I'm not an idiot. Chris Bryant's the man. I think I said it on on the uh, Cub show that I was on. It was like two or three years ago. Everybody was saying, who would you rather have, Bryant or Trout? Like it was it was very recently that he was top two, three players in all of baseball. People forgot about him. People forgot that he was hurt and the Cubs still won as many games as they did last year. He's coming back. I think he's going to rake. Um, but a sprinkle, another um, NL Central. Scroll down a little bit. Former NL MVP, Joey Votto. Uh, oh, yeah. I was gonna Absolutely. That up too. I love Votto. If, if, the, if the Reds are going to have the season that people think they might. Um, they will. According, according to, um, who was it, Pocota, they're going to they're gonna be better than the Cubs. If if they make a playoff run, Votto's got a rake and thirty to one for maybe the best just overall hitter in baseball. Um, I I love those odds. How about the fact that Joey Votto isn't even the highest red on this list when you have Eugenio Suarez sitting at twenty to one? That's wild. Yeah, that is wild. Yeah, I, I like Suarez, but I mean, Votto's the best hitter of the generation. A uh, little sprinkle, generation. little dark horse here, the one that nobody's even remotely thinking of sitting at 20 to 1 who I 25 to 1 who I absolutely love and I think could have a better season than Nolan at third base sitting at shortstop right next to him is actually Trevor Story. If the Rockies yeah, are going to do anything, Trevor Story is the key. Yeah, um I might even sprinkle a very small amount on Matt Carpenter cuz I feel like he just gets hot for months at the a salsa. time. He might Yeah. He might have like one, like a month, maybe month and a half of the whole season where he's ice cold. The rest, he's winning Player of the Week like every other week and like walk off home runs, diving. Ca- I hate, I hate him. I hate him so. What is he at? Uh, Fifty to one. That's that's not that's not too shabby. The same odds as Cole Hamels. <laughs> correct, correct. All right. So anybody, anybody else that you see, you have Javier Baez down there sitting at twenty to one, finishing second last year after a miraculous season. I think twenty to one is worth like maybe a sprinkle. Maybe. Do you think that Javier's going to be better than Bryant this year? No, no. I think I think Bryant's going to going to wow people this year. Is Rizzo going to be better than Javier this year? Rizzo's going to do two eighty, uh, twenty nine home runs. 100 RBIs. So, so yeah, no. yeah, I mean, yeah, Rizzo's, Rizzo's consistent. Hey, guys, what do you think <laughs> of Trey Turner? <laughs> Love Trey Turner. I think he's going to have a really good year. I think he's going to steal 60 bags, hit 20 home runs maybe, bat 300. He's, he's great. Shout out to Jesse Doherty, by the way, by giving us a little insight that he thinks that Trey Turner can be an MVP candidate eventually if he just adds a little bit of power. 
Yeah, oh, 100%. If he can bat 300 and, and turn into like a Bogarts with the bat and hit 20, 30 home runs, that'd be unreal. And play ridiculous defense. Yeah, he plays great defense. Uh, Juan Soto sitting at 30-1. to 1. What do we kind of think about Trey Turner's teammate over there? Love Soto. I don't think he's going to win it. AL West, they are home to the best player in baseball. They are home to a guy who I think is actually going to be the MVP this year. If we take Mike Trout out of the equation, obviously, because Mike Trout is going to, like I said before, the, the award's going to be named after him. Let's just put that to rest. Uh, let's start with the Texas Rangers, a 67-win team a year ago, sitting at 71 flat. This is a bad baseball team. I followed them all throughout spring training, and I keep having Ranger fans trying to tell me that there is hope. There is no hope. Uh, you should probably focus on trying to win 70 games as opposed to winning 80 games because I think this team is going to get past 60 and they're going to flatten out. There's no way that this team wins 75 games this year. No shot. Under, they're going to win 70 at best, probably around 68, 69. They suck. Sucks. This yeah, Texas blows. sucks. Yeah, they're not They're not a good baseball team. They don't have a good ballpark. They don't have good fans. They have nothing Whoa, going Tiger, for Whoa, Tiger. Whoa, easy on the fans. They're actually pretty good. I... What, I genuinely feel bad that for, show up. For, I genuinely feel bad for people who think that they're going to win eighty games. Like that. Yeah. You used like, to do like, it all like, the time with the Cubs. No, I didn't. I knew that they're going to. You, you're like Tony Campana batting three. You think that team's going to fucking win eighty? Get out of here. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and move on because we're all unders on the Rangers. You know, there's very few bright spots. I mean, the Rangers are aiming for 2021 at this point when all their prospects are ready. Uh, let's go to the new home of the GOAT, J.P. Crawford. The Seattle Mariners <laughs> sitting at 71.5, dropping off from their 89 wins last year. I mean, this team is bad. I mean, they sold everything. Another team that's really bad, but I go over. I think they win 75. They I was are just about to Texas. say the same thing. Like, they're better than Texas, but they still stink. And that ballpark's tough to hit in, but that goes for both ways. I think they end up winning 75, 76 games, but still just sucking. Agreed. They suck, but 71's very low, so I'll take the over. Um, do they win more games than the Rangers? Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. For sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah they, well, there you go. Uh, the Oakland Athletics won 97 games last year. I, I had to like do a double take to make sure that was right. Yeah, it is. they did. Uh, 83 and a half this year. This team did not lose anything. There's nothing different about this team than there was last year outside of Sean Mania. I think that they go over, but I think this is like an 85 win team, 86 win team. And literally same. Yeah. It's, I mean, that, I mean, I think that's it, right? Yeah. 85, 80, 85 to 87 wins. They hit the over. They contend for the second wild card spot. Um, agreed. Cause I don't think the angels are as good as people. The Angels are never Say. as good as people think. That's true. The Angels so I, are going to finish 81 and 81. When you have three yeah. bad... Because I, I consider I have the Angels 80 a bad down. team. The Angels are such a bad team. They have the best player of all time, and they can't get over 500. When you have three bad teams, um, the A's are going to win a good amount of games. Astros are going to have the best record in baseball. Yeah, just because of how bad the division is. Exactly. Uh, so I'm going over with the A's. I'm going under with the Los Angeles Angels sitting at 82 and a half. Like Dave just said, he thinks they're going to finish 81 and 81. I think they're going to finish 80 and 82. So there's nothing more to say that the Angels have continuously wasted talent. 
including the time. greatest player of all time. It's what they do. What are you, what are you doing? That? What is that noise? My phone just went off. That's my bad. Oh, you're good. I was like, hold on. It was I sitting next down. to me. And I was just like, what is that? I was trying to exit out of something and it just went off. All right, um, so let's go ahead and move on. We're, we all agree on the Angels, right? Under? Yep. Yeah, under. I mean, they might win 82 in the top, but they don't win one. The best pitcher on their starting rotation is Matt Harvey. Yuck. Yeah, that is bad. They don't really have a great bullpen, and their hitters are. Houston Astros, this should be very quick. Uh, 96.5. I'm going with a hard over. I think they have the best record in baseball simply because they play a, in that division, and you get somewhere around 54 games against Texas, Seattle, and the Angels. Um, Yeah, I say over, but with an asterisk, because if they have such a big lead, they're going to start sitting. They might win 95, but win the division by 10. Right. That's a... You said, what's the number? 96 and a half? 96 and a It's half. a big it's number. the highest total. Ooh, that's Yeah, a high that's number. why. It's really high. Like, I could see them winning 94 to 96. I'm going to go under because I like 94. That Dude, 96 and a half is so high. We had three yeah, teams win 100 games last year. Let's not forget that. They And they won 103 games last year pretty much without Carlos Correa, who everybody thinks is the bomb.com. Bomb.com. That's not bad, man. You should... Should patent that. Yeah, never heard of that before. Uh, all right, let's go. I mean, division champion, Houston Astros, yes. everybody. Yep. Round of oh, Astros. Yeah. AL Central, another pretty easy division winner. Uh, the Detroit Tigers are obviously going to win this division, right? Yeah, obviously, 95 games. Yeah, 95 games. I think we might be a little, might have seeing problems. The Detroit Tigers, 64 wins a year ago, sitting at 68 and a half uh, in the worst division in baseball. I guess we can kind of group the Royals and the Tigers together. The Royals won 58 games last year and weren't even close to being the worst team in baseball. Woof. Woof. Right. Holy shit. Yeah. Woof. Uh, Royals 69.5, Tigers 68.5. Both unders? Unders. These guys stink. Yeah. Uh, they do stink. That's just so many. Are the Royals yeah, 11 under. games better than they were last year? No, they're not. They're, they're each team. They're going to go 16 and 100 and, 60, and 100 whatever. They're the running Royals now. Yeah, yeah, they are the running Royals now at that outfield. Yeah, both unders there. I think the only team that's a little different is the White Sox this year. That's why I didn't pair them with them. Yeah, and I I think that was a smart decision. Uh, White Sox won 62 games last year, sitting at 74.5. That's a 12 to 13 game increase. Uh, White Sox, Dave, has me brainwashed. I think that this team's going to win 75, 76 games, and I think I'm going to take the over on this one. I'll take the over just because Eloy, if he plays alone, will give you four or five. Eloy, Luis and Robert. Then, and then their pitching staff can't get any worse than it was last year. They had like three guys. Lucas Giolito was the worst right? pitcher in baseball last year. That he started was. the minimum. And, Lo- and Lopez was bad too. So no, Lopez had, is going to be good this year, by the way. He is going to be good this year. He he showed signs of life in the summer, but he still finished with like a 490 RA. Uh, so, Minnesota Twins number? are very weird, by the way. So Hang on. What's the White Sox number? 74 and a half. I'm going under. This of team course stinks. you are. <laughs> this team blows. Dude, They hit, other than uh, Rodon, last year they had zero pitching. Everyone gets hurt in the whole system. Freak injuries. I wasn't even yeah, going to ask co- you because I know your answer. I think they just go over because I think some of the development gets better and a guy like Eloy comes up, gives you two to three wins just right there, and all sure of a sudden you're at so. 75, You get 76. 38 games against the, against the Tigers and Royals. Yeah. All right, move on. Get out of here. Move on. Minnesota I'm going Twins. over. I think they. I think they go around five. Under Minnesota Twins. You. This is. 
this is a weird team. Uh, they won 78 games last year. They didn't improve. Did they? They did. Like, how much do we think they improved, though? I mean, they added one of, they added our favorite player in the entire free agency. They added Nelson Cruz. As I'm talking out loud, I'm talking myself into it. I'm going over 82 and a half for the Minnesota Twins. 84 and a half for the Minnesota Twins because I think they're going to win 85 games. I just talked uh, myself think, into it. You I, saw that last. I think Rocco. I think Rocco Baldelli alone helps them a lot. Out a lot. And if you think the White Sox are gonna be that bad, Colin, along with those other teams, they're gonna be that bad. They're gonna get wins just off of that. That's true. Someone's got to win. Someone's got to win, and the Indians aren't winning 120 games this year. So <laughs> I go Minnesota over. I think they get healthy. I still think Buxton kind of stinks, but I think he gets a little bit better. They have a decent outfield out there. They add Nelson Cruz. I think Sano bounces back, and you look at a, guy, a manager in uh, Baldelli, who I think is going to do wonders with that team. Bar- uh, Barreros is going to do very well. I think they win 86, 87 games. They do not contend for the wild card, but because I think Oakland will do better if that's the case. But you never know. They could. But I think they go over. I think they actually have a really good year. Yeah, I'll take the over just because of what you said. This There's so many bad the Twins it's the worst good. division in baseball, right? Hands down. The Twins are not good, but someone's got to win these games. They're... Someone's got to win those games, and it's going to be the Twins and Indians. Oh, God. I guess over, but that's gross. It's like, it we, it's like we said before, 54 games against the Twins. I mean, sorry, against the Royals, White Sox, and Tigers. Oh, God. Yeah. So That's half a season almost. Cleveland Indians feels like they win the division every year. Uh, sitting at 90 and a half. I'm tempted to take the over because I think it's around 91, but my instinct says go with the under because I think 89 games wins the division. I'm going over. They're going to win 92 games. This is their last year of being very good in their last yeah, year. I think window. Frankie's gone. I think Frankie's gone. I think they're going to trade Kluber or Bauer either this year or in the offseason, and I think other guys just start to go down. And that team is going to turn to Minnesota. I think Minnesota takes over the division along with the White Sox. Because the White Sox should, on paper, at some point take over the division. But we'll see. I've officially but... changed my mind to a hard under looking at the standings last year. So these are the win totals last year for the teams, okay? Uh, the Indians won 91 games last year, okay? Yep. Twins won 78. The Royals won 58. The White Sox won 62. And the Tigers won 64. If I think that the White Sox are going to win a couple more games and the win the Twins are going to be seven games better, those games have to come out from somewhere, right? Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think I think it comes out outside division though. Gotcha. I just don't think the Indians are going to win the division at 86 games. I think they're going mean, to win at 89. Well, that means that Minnesota finishes like three three out. Yeah, that's what I said. 85 games, 86. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it like that, I think they go over 92. I think they have a last good hurrah. I think they might even make a move with the deadline or two. They're at 90 um, and a half. Yeah, I think they win 92 games. Okay. Yeah, right. I'll, take, I'll, take, like, I'll take the over, 95, 94 wins. Like I said, I think everyone's under except for the Indians. They're And the Indians are like the bottom tier of good teams. This is, so I, you're out I, on I'm the sad. Twins. I am, I'm out on this whole division. I'm sad right now just talking about this division. I was having a great time. Now I'm just down <laughs> in the dumps. Let's this talk sucks. about a dope division then. Wait, before we get there, who's going to win more games, the Cleveland Indians or Oakland Athletics? Oakland. 
Uh, uh, no, I think I think Indians win more, but I'll take Oakland as a team. But yeah, Indi- I think Indians win more, but if they play each other in the playoffs, I take Oakland. Yeah, the Indians are playing garbage. They're playing yeah, high school I'm JV still taking teams. the Indians. Yeah, agreed. All right, let's move on to the, the best division in baseball. Uh, the best division in baseball also hosts the baseball also is baseball's worst team, the Baltimore yes. Orioles. Uh, I don't even have their un- over under written. I'm gonna guess it's like maybe fifty nine. No, I think it was like in the sixties. Hold on, I'll pull it up right now. Yeah, let's pull it. Go ahead and pull this puppy up. I'm gonna write down the note so I know where the fuck I where the fuck to put this. What? Because it actually was like now outrageous. It was um, fifty nine and a half. As you just said, right? I think you might have said that they went for so they had forty seven last year, and they they got rid of a lot of stuff, but a lot of the stuff that they had like wasn't playing for them. They you know signed I mean? LCDs Escobar and let him go. Yeah. So do they? Oh, you know what though? You're right. That is a lot. That's, that's a lot a, of games. They're gonna win 12 more games than last year. When the division's better, because the Blue Jays yeah. are gonna be a little bit better. Yeah, you're right. I'm going under. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, this team could w- struggle to win 50 games. Yeah, they might be around 50, 52 wins this year. But they get Adley Rutschman at the draft, so it doesn't matter. Sure. Colton. What? I'm still sad, man. There's so many bad teams in a row that we just talked about. <laughs> well, we went through a whole bad division, and then we... Oh, God. And then, yeah, and then we kick it off with a different division with the worst team in baseball. Yep. Addison gross. Russell just singled, guys. Socks are getting hey. face-pounded in. Sick. Oh, God. Wait a, wait a minute. Make me feel even worse. Pun. Bitch. So, Baltimore under. I think we're all under on that. Under. Absolutely. All right. So, next would be... The Toronto Blue Jays? Yes, sir. 73 and a half. Won 73 in games last year. Are adding the best hitting prospect in the past five years. Yep. I think Marcus Stroman bounces back. I think this is is an over for me. I think this team wins 77, 76 games. Yeah, I'm going to go over there. They'll win close to 80. Yeah, I like over. Um, Billy McKinney, he's a a former, like, top 50 prospect. He was in the the, uh, Cubs system. Um, he's their projected leadoff guy, and that's not looking good. But the rest of the lineup's okay. A lot of decent oh, uh, potential MVP. Randall Gritchick is on this team. So that's true. Randall you Gritchick's go over. on there. Bo, you if go Bo over. comes up at some point, that'll at some be point late. Yeah, at some point late, that'll help out. Vlad. It's just so many so many possibilities. This, this is the team that has like the biggest range, I feel like. Yeah, because yeah, Ken Giles could be good again. When he stops hitting himself. Ken yeah, Giles. Exactly. What a name. Yeah, Ken yeah, Giles. He's their closer. So, oh, round of overs for Tampa? I mean, for yeah. Bal- for Toronto? Toronto, yeah. Roll call. Um, Tampa Bay Rays, 84 and a half, won 90 games last year. Did not get any worse. Don't really no, know why the number's better. here. This is my second wild card in the AL. And I think oh. there's, there's three playoff teams in the AL East. Yeah, I'm going to go over. I think they win 87, 88. I think they're around that ninety win mark again. Eighty four and a half. Yeah, I, yeah, I like I like over eighty four and a half's a little low. Um, just a team that's that's never going to get looked at. Um, Adding Charlie Morton. I like I like Charlie Morton as a two. Avisail is out there now. Um, Mike Zanino, dude, that guy's always been an underrated. Mike Zanino is good. He is good at playing the sport of baseball. Yep. Yep, that's true. What a podcast. What a podcast. Uh, let's go to. The reigning wild card champs, you know, because that means something to them. That's a thing. Hang the banner at Lucas Oil Stadium. 
tied, I hate you, tied with the Astros for the highest win total of any team in baseball. The New York Yankees, 96 and a half, 100 wins last year. They add DJ LeMayhew. They add Troy Tulowitzki. They have 85,000 infield people in their infield, but refuse to trade Miguel Andujar. Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, the Kraken, Gary Sanchez. Uh, I mean, what do we think? 96 and a half here. Easy under. Whoa. They they don't have good starting pitching. Their ace is hurt. Luke Voigt is not going to do what he did last year. Even if Sanchez bounces back a little bit, he's not going to hit 30 home. That close to 300. Stanton, you know what he's going to give you. Judge has to stay healthy. Andujar has to prove himself, which is a weird thing because people hate him for some reason. And like guys like, got yeah, exactly like that. Guys like uh, Aaron Hicks are already hurt. Aaron Boone's an awful manager. Chapman's bad against good teams. I go under. I think they went around ninety I don't, in the nineties, but I don't think they win 98, 99 games. I don't think that Aaron Boone can stop this team from winning a hundred games again. I mean, I think that lineup's too talented. You added a top five second baseman in baseball and DJ LeMahieu with nowhere to put him. But <laughs> Literally nowhere to put him. It, it didn't make any sense. But he's there. Uh, I think the Sox and Yanks both win 100 games, so that kind of spoils the over-under for the defending world champs. But I think that they both win 100 games this year, and I think that they're obviously both playoff teams with the Rays. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, this lineup is nasty. It's too stacked uh, I, not I to be good. Stan- it's so good. I didn't pick Stanton to be my MVP. Tell you guys the under here. I'm pounding the over. I'm I'm looking at a hundred and hundred two wins for the Yankees. That bullpen is uh, it, it it makes me rock hard. It really does. That Adam Adovino adding a whole new factor to this bullpen. Yeah, he's uh, he can strike out Babe Ruth, so I really can't argue with that. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, let's go ahead and go to the defending world champions, the 108-win Boston Red Sox from a year ago. Is this team 13 games worse than they were last year? They're sitting at 94.5. I don't think that they're 13 games worse than they were last year. I think that they're still going to win the division. I think this team wins probably 104, 105 games again this year. And uh, I think that they win the division. See, I think they go over, but I think they win between 96 and 98, and I think the Yankees win between 94 and 96. I think some of the win totals go a little bit lower, especially with Toronto getting better. Tampa's probably not going to suck out of the gate like they did last year. Right. And Baltimore will win more than 50 games, even if it's 52, right? So they might beat the Yankees here. They might beat us here and there. So I think you go over, but I don't think – that either team, Red Sox and Yankees, break the century mark. I think they might be around 98, 99 tops. But I think the only team to win 100 games this year in the AL is going to be Houston. Um, oh. You said what, 94 and a half? 94 and a half. Yeah, I, I take the over, just not. Oh. I, don't, I don't think they're going to win 100. I wouldn't touch this with my actual money, but I'm probably going to go over. Oh, Maybe. They're going to be around it. Like, I wouldn't be surprised at 93, 94, 95 for the Red Sox and the exactly. Yankees. Same thing. Exactly. I think I think the Yankees are going to have a huge regular season and be and like think like, oh, well, we were disrespected last year. We didn't go as far as we wanted. Red Sox uh, are just going to take care of business in October. I think it's going to mean more to the Yankees to win the division. Uh, so I think they will keep the pedal to the floor and the Red Sox will focus more once everything's clinched like towards the end of the year. So I don't I don't see them winning a hundred, but 
92 to 95, I would not be surprised. Red Sox division champions or what? Yes. Yankees. Yankees. Sox win the division again. Yankees finish just outside of it again. They finish the first wild card again. Gotcha. Who are we picking to win the AL this year? If you give me a team, I'll give you the odds. Let's talk about the division winners first. Uh, Sox are three to one. Indians three to one. Sorry, Astros three to one. Indians eleven. No, they're six to one. Even better. And the Yankees are eleven to four. So basically three to two. The Yankees actually have the best odds to win the American League pennant as a individual. Um, God, I hate saying this. Uh, I'm picking the Astros to win the AL. I think we have a um, Cubs-Astros World Series. It's going to be one of two teams, just like in the NL. It's going to be Cubs or Cardinals there. It's going to be Red Sox or Strohs exactly. again. I think you could see a combination of those four teams. I think the Yankees lose first round just because of the matchup issue. I think they just, I think it just sucks for them. Like it's just bad draw. And I think the Strohs and Red Sox go at it again. It was only five games last year, but it was a really good series. I think it goes six or seven for the Cubs and Cardinals. Same difference. I think they're going to do really well. I think the pitching stats for both are very deep. I think the experience is very deep. I think the fan bases are, will come alive for both, obviously, for the Cubs and Cardinals. So those four teams, I think, a mixed match of both. If you put a gun to my head and said pick one, I'd pick Houston. And I'd pick the Red Sox in second. And if you had to pick a gun to my head, I'd probably pick Cardinals and go Cubs second. Yeah, so we're opposite go, on this. You have I'm going a little a little different than you guys here. I'm going Yankees Cubs in the World Series. Of course you are. Dude, shocker the Cubs Yankees, are making it. I of course shocker you fucking asshole. <laughs> you guys also <laughs> picked the Cubs. Fuck you. All right. I'm yeah, mad. you said a little um, different though. We took we took the Red Sox out of it. You were just like doubled down, tripled down on the Cubs. Yeah, but I'm putting the Yankees in there, you son of a bitch. That's what oh, I meant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The hundred yeah, yeah. Jeez. So he works for an NL team. They don't think the I same am, as we do. I am, I am, like I will always fall for a team that hits home runs and has a good bullpen, and that's and that's the Yankees, honestly. So once it comes down to October, um, nothing gets my blood pumping harder than a clutch home run or getting out of a huge jam when you like bring in a a uh, stud bullpen arm. And you understand, Stan has to make contact to hit a home run, right? Yeah, but if he does, it, it it might break your window in Texas. That's true. <laughs> That's actually a fact. God, he's so strong. Like, I think ever since that Sports Illustrated cover where he was painted and you just saw every curve of his body, I was like, damn, this handsome son of a bitch is this chiseled. I'm all in. 